Damian Williams should have probably got Super Bowl MVP over Patrick Mahomes. Um, my question to you is, you know, my issue with that is that, like, I'm thinking if Patrick Mahomes isn't in the game at quarterback, if you replaced him with any other with any other quarterback, like, um, I don't think the, the Kansas City Chiefs would have been able to come back from the game. So as valuable an asset as Damian Williams was to, to the game, you know, I don't know if he's, he's the most valuable player, like, like what what do you think makes him so so important to the Chiefs that you'd want to give him the MVP? I feel that he was the most valuable player in that game because he was very consistent. He just he got the ball and he got four or five yards every time, and then he had ran the last touchdown to seal the game. And Patrick Mahomes he was very iffy about how he was playing. He threw two picks, which I've never seen before, and he got sacked like twice, and it was just. He just wasn't out of it. He was out of it until the fourth quarter. But I feel that he, if he had played better throughout the whole game, I feel he probably would have been MVP. But Damian Williams, just because of his consistency. Um, but do you, but do you think Patrick Mahomes is the reason they came back in the fourth quarter? Do you think any other quarterback would have came back from from down ten with seven minutes left? Well, Patrick Mahomes is the reason that they came back. But I feel that there's a numerous number of quarterbacks in the NFL that could come back from that deficit, like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Like so, you think Tom? You think Tom Brady this year could have came back the way he's been playing? He was playing worse than Ryan Tannehill. Not with not with this year's Patriots, but in previous years he could have came back. And same same with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is tough. You said Aaron Rodgers is tough. Yeah, he's he's probably I'd say he's the best quarterback in the league. But yeah, so I, I yeah, understand that. With this Super Bowl one, I okay. think that Mahomes is taking the reins of best quarterback in the NFL. He's the future. We think yeah, about that. I agree with that too. He's probably the best young quarterback out right now. He's, he's great. Thank you, Rod. The guys. Oh, thank yeah, you, Paul. I wanted to ask. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So uh, the NFL honors happened on Saturday, and Pat uh, Lamar Jackson he was the second quarterback to win uh, MVP unanimously. Anyone want to discuss about that? Because I feel that he he should have got it, but I didn't think he was gonna be unanimous because he was just he just brought such a crazy dynamic that no one else had seen before. Since he was so fast and shifty, he would just never get tackled often, and he always got out of balance and didn't get hit that much. So I just thought it was crazy that he was unanimous MVP, and I thought that maybe, maybe he should just, maybe he should have. I thought someone would have voted against him, just someone. And I think that if Patrick Mahomes had played all 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 16 games this season, he probably would have won MVP again, but. Any, uh, you can call at 515-602-9718 if you want to comment on any of these remarks. I saw this Saturday I was watching PBC Boxing, and Guajardo versus Collard was such a great fight. And it was two rounds. 
I've never heard of either of these boxers before. It's two rounds, there's four knockdowns, and they were just going at it from the beginning bell. They were just swinging, punching each other, not trying to knock each other out. And it was just, it was so exciting and exhilarating seeing how Collard was, was just not, he was beating them the whole time, whole first round, knocked them down twice. And then Guajardo just came back to one punch and knocked him down in the, the fight and then the bell rung. And then in the second round, he was, he was just piecing them up again, piecing them up, just going to his body, going to his head. And I was waiting for the ref to call the fight because I feel the fight went on a little too long. And he was just, he was just eating, taking a lot of punishment, Guajardo was. And I feel that wasn't very safe or healthy. So the ref, the ref stopped it, and the, as Guajardo's team threw in the towels for uh, forfeit. So that was a very interesting and exciting fight. Um, if you, anyone wants to talk about anything, call in the 515-602-9718. The this weekend in during college basketball, there's a lot of upsets. Like Oregon got upset by Stanford. Oregon's number eleven ranked in the country. Uh, Kentucky got upset by Auburn, who's seventeen, and Kentucky's thirteen. Was Michigan State got upset by Wisconsin, who's six, six uh, who's not ranked, and was Michigan State is fourteen. I just thought it was crazy that there's so many upsets this year and upsets. Overall, the, this weekend, a lot of teams were playing like lackadaisical and not fully playing to their potential. And it's just crazy to me that so many teams could get upset in such a short week. And all the game, lots of games are r- really close, like Army and Lehigh. It was 70 to 89 in that game. And just college basketball is changing rapidly and changing a lot. There's a lot more three point shooting. You remember Zion Williamson last year? And all the the NBA draft next year is going to be stacked and loaded. But early Final Four predictions for me, I feel it's going to be San Diego State, Oregon, LSU, and Baylor. Because I feel both all four of those teams, I feel Oregon has a very solid offense by Peyton Pritchard, who's and the defense. They have lots of they have good size and athleticism through their uh, from all positions, and so they be a strong contender to for the Final Four. And Baylor's just on a winning streak. Who and they, I feel it's not going to stop because they have such great defense and offense and moving the ball. I feel Gonzaga is not going to make the Final Four because I feel someone's going to upset them because of the style they play. And since they're not that excited, they're not as exciting of a team to watch. They're just like a winning team. I feel someone's going to upset them. And San Diego State, I feel they probably will make the Final Four because they play great defense. Like they play great defense. Their coach preaches defense, and they got a great defensive player in the NBA right now, Kawhi Leonard, who went to San Diego State. So. The XFL starts this month, and I think it's going to be very interesting about the XFL since they have all, they're speeding the game up and there's less rules to hitting players like there's an NFL with like the pass interference and the roughing the passer, and you can you can in the full body weight rule. So I feel the XFL should be 
pretty exciting, but it depends on how good the players are. And we have a call coming in right now. Call. I'd like to ask your thoughts on Duke and their lack of scoring this year, as opposed to last year where they had the big three. So the lack of scoring is because they don't have a big three. They have one uh, that center who who gets a he gets rebounds and points, but he's I feel he's not that good. But the other players like O'Connell and Jack White, their shooting is actually coming together finally. And Trey Jones is he's getting he's making more shots, and Cassius Winston shoots threes. It's just they it's a more it's a less explosive team as than last year we have three first round top 15 picks from Cam Reddish, RJ Barrett, and Zion Williamson. So I feel the reason they're not scoring is because they're not uh, as top heavy as they were last year. Cause the skill gap last year was, was very like very crazy from Zion, RJ and Cam. And then the rest of them were just behind. I feel Cassius Stanley, I feel he has the potential, but I just, I don't see I don't see the enough pieces for them to go past the Sweet 16. I don't. I I feel like they could if they like if they work their three point shooting in more because you have Goldwire, you have Jack White, you have Alex O'Connell. Everybody is shooting shooting decent this year over last year. So three point shooting was a was a, a big problem for them last year with Jack White missing 40 in a row and RJ uh, Cam Reddish being. Fit like he one day one day is hot and one day he's not. So I feel they I feel they could probably make the elite eight, but sweet sixteen is probably where they'll be. And I'm I know I'm disappointed in North Carolina this year on how terrible they're being, especially like the recruiting. I'm very disappointed in the recruiting by their coach. What do you, what are your thoughts on that? Well, the team is really is not good this year. I was surprised by them not being as good as they were because once Cole Anthony went down, even though they were, like, not winning that many games, once Cole Anthony went down, they really started to just tank and plummet. But I was I was really surprised by that. But Roy Williams said it himself that this year's team isn't that talented. So the only hope that they have is, is Cole Anthony. He had 26 points, and they still lost. So if he got 26 points and they still lose, shows that he's the only one on the team doing anything. So the team's depth and strength is not very strong. I have a Super Bowl question. All right. So Richard Sherman, he's got he got burned multiple times. Would you blame that more on the defensive coordinator for calling press when he's not a fast corner, or would you blame it more on Richard Sherman for not having good coverage? I blame it on both of them because he, after the game, he put on Twitter said, I got to get better. We got to get better next year and see what's going to happen. But I, I put it on him because the the Sammy Watkins reception, I feel he didn't run as hard as he could because he didn't look, he didn't think that Sammy Watkins was going to get the ball. But, you know, Patrick Mahomes finds anyone that's open. And I feel some of the, some of the times he was there, but they targeted him a lot. But I feel he did all right with, he was getting tackled, but he did blow some coverages. But in the first half, he was he was doing a very good job covering Travis Kelsey, limiting him to one catch off of a beautifully run route. So overall, I feel he played he played decent, but he just could have played better because he was tired and 
over they worked him out. He had a he had a tackle, which is rare for him. And yeah, so what do you think about that? I mean, I feel like I just feel like everybody everybody all offenses and even him know he's not a fast corner. So I feel like uh, Robert Sala just could have put him in a better position to succeed because he's more of a zone corner, not really man corner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's more a zone corner. I got a question for you, though. Okay. Do you think women can play in the NFL? It depends. It depends on – I mean – I really could care less about the gender. It just depends on how good you are. And it seems like none of them have stepped up to be at the top caliber that these NFL players are getting paid. Like if I could, I could definitely see any position of a woman being in the NFL, but it's just a matter of work ethic and how skilled they actually are. And not just because it's a woman that they want to put them in the NFL. Yeah, that's, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. I the same way. Like, depending on skill, because I don't care. Like, size doesn't matter to me because, like, Isaiah Thomas five nine, and he's he cook he cooked for them a few seasons. So I feel higher, and in, in, it's just skill. Like, Drew Brees is five five eight, and he is a Hall of Fame quarterback, Super Bowl winning, and he's just been great for the past however long his career has been, fifteen sixteen years, and. I feel that she has to be – if there's a woman being in the NFL, she has to be really great. I'm going to include another caller into this uh, conversation. Caller, do you think um, a woman could be in the NFL? Hi, Rod the Guide. Um, I was I – was, as soon as uh, caller, caller number two said that question, I was, I was really thinking about it because I was just imagining um, different circumstances – and I think what it comes down to is that, like, we shouldn't really make this, like, a gender issue because, like like the other caller said, it's really about um, the woman herself and the circumstances surrounding it. It's not just that, that they're being discriminated against. Like, um, with all due respect, let's say Carly Lloyd, you know what I'm saying? She she might play NFL kicker next year, and that could work because she has a strong leg and, and uh, she's been playing soccer for a number of years. But you're not going to put Carly, uh, Carly Lloyd at defensive tackle, you know what I mean? So, so um, well, it just depends so, on the circumstances surrounding it. I think it's the yeah for position, but if you get some buff chick, she probably could play left tackle you, if she wanted. To. You're going, you're going, you're going. Are you seriously, Rodney? But there's more to it than that. You like, you're not gonna pull Lizzo at the at nose guard. You know what I'm saying? She's still gonna get destroyed. Lizzo <laughs> at nose guard. I feel she'd have to be a lot stronger than that. I'm gonna include another yeah. caller in. This conversation, Scholar, we think about women playing in the NFL. Hello. Hello. So, what do you think about a woman playing in the NFL? All right. I guess we have some technical difficulties. Um. So, like this previous caller said, you said Lizzo playing <laughs> nose guard. I think that'd be quite hilarious. But <laughs> I feel if you if you're strong enough and buff enough and and can have block setting, you can play any position you want. 
Okay. Hey, um, my no. question for you then would be like, then where where are you putting Demi Lovato on the field? Because she's really strong. Like, <laughs> she's been working in the gym a lot. I got we got another call on line. Hello. Hello, call. We think about Hi, one brother guys. So, All right. I'm curious what your thoughts are on allowing women playing in the NFL because you seem to have you you seem to be laughing a lot about different comments you guys are making all these different comments. What if there's a woman that's really qualified? What do you guys think about that? All of the all the callers and you brought the guy. I feel that if she's if she's good enough, you can play. That's just how I feel. Like Kobe was talking about, he said he felt that some WNBA players could play in the NBA now. If you're good enough, get on the field. It doesn't bother me. Just go. Just don't embarrass. Don't embarrass my team for allowing a woman on my team. I just need you to be the best. Because since you know it's gonna be some discrimination, so the woman probably has to be a lot better than everyone else. But I I totally see it possible, like soccer players being kickers, but also just like other people. Okay, like yeah, a, but what if it's what if it's not a soccer player that's a kicker? What if it's a woman who I don't know the I don't know the positions honestly. But what if there's a a cornerback a that's a woman? She gotta be. She better be ready to play her zone and man coverage because they're gonna test her. So I just. Because I, because I feel like the way you guys seem to, the way you guys are talking about it is this, is as if there's not a woman that's out there that is uh, training to be a football player. Because it's like you guys are like, oh well, she could be a soccer player. That's she's got a strong leg, so yeah, she could be a kicker. But like, you, it seems as if you guys seem to, I don't know, be a little hesitant on how I don't know a woman being cornerback or any of the other positions. If you're good enough, go do it. It doesn't bother me. Just uh, we got another call on the line, so. All right. All right. Caller, what do you think about a woman being uh, playing in NFL? Hello. Hello. Ron to God. Yes. How are you? Oh well, on the. On the topic you guys are talking about, as far as a woman playing in the NFL, I mean, I'm kind of with you. I mean, I mean, if if she's gonna go out there and play, I mean, then she's got to be expected to, you know, do do manly things. Not saying this is not capable for a woman to do, but I think you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of physicality, especially in the professional sports, as far as like men and women. Not saying that she can't go out there and participate, but it's a different and participating and being an elite. That's what I'm saying. Yep. I, I I understand what you're saying. I just feel that the woman would have to be better because she's already going to be discriminated against. So, like, it's just, I feel it for all sports. If you're good, go play. It doesn't bother me. It's just you got to be ready for uh, all the factors that are going to play. People going to hit you harder. People going to talk trash. People going to push you, say you can't do any, can't do this, you can't do that. So, she, if she ready, she got to sign up. You got to be ready to know what you signed up for. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I have a question for you, Rod the God, if you don't mind. All right. Since you were talking about football, I mean, I know it's, I know the season is over with now in Kansas City 1. Um, 
going into next season, well, for one, I want to know what's your uh, favorite football team, your team, and I want to know who do you think has the chance to go to the Super Bowl from the uh, from the uh, National League and American League conferences. You said what was the question again? For the you said National and American League. Yeah, the NFL. I mean the AFC and the NFC, the National Football Conference and the uh, American Football Conference. I wanted to know who's your early favorite to uh, go to the Super Bowl next year, and uh, what's your favorite team? Okay, so for your first question, my my favorite team is the Eagles. I'm a diehard Eagles fan since I was a little boy, and I just I just love I love the team because I first saw I first saw Michael Vick play. And I was like, yo, this dude is a beast. And it just, I just fell in love with the team after that. And, um, and, uh, for my early predictions next year, I feel the Chiefs have a good chance again. So coming out of the AFC, I feel it could maybe be the Chiefs or maybe the Chargers if they draft a good quarterback. I feel like the Chargers probably will draft Justin Herbert from Oregon. And I feel he could take the team over the top to the next level. But I don't, but, uh, if, if all the rumors of Tom Brady going to the Raiders, I feel he wouldn't be much of a factor anyway there. But for the NFC, I feel depending on – this is my bias. Depending on what the Eagles do with drafting and free and signing because they have $69 million in cap room, uh, I mm-hmm. feel the Eagles have a good chance. And the Cowboys have a good chance. And also the 49ers have another good chance of going if they can keep up their speed rush to the outside and Jimmy Garoppolo gets – better in his passing game. Well, okay. I sound like you're a little homer for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, but, I mean, I don't, you guys only have a receiver, but, uh, you know, I mean, you, you know your sports, and uh, I thanks for uh, answering my call. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you. We got another caller online. Caller, what are you going to talk about? Um. I just want to go back to the conversation we were having about women playing the NFL. I just want to add on, like, um, like you said, like we've been talking about, I really think it's about whether they can play or not. One of the callers was asking about why can't they have them at cornerback. You can if you're if you're built to play cornerback in the NFL and you're, you're built to be successful, you have the right training, and by all means, go ahead and do it. Um, it's just, you know, you, you've got to really elevate your game because we've got people like, like for example, DK Metcalf. He's 6'4", 229. Body mass index is 1.9 percent. You know what I'm saying? So this is a guy of sheer muscle. He can run a four, a four, four forty yard dash. So, like, as long as you're able to stay toe to toe with him, you got the speed, you got the physicality, you're able to jam him at the line, then then you can get into the NFL and do what you need to do. But I don't think it's really a gender issue, more a skills issue. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Just just like for all sports, like there's like Anthony Joshua and versus. Versus Andy Ruiz. Andy Ruiz is, has the infamous dad bod, and Anthony Joshua is all ripped and everything, and he outboxed him that day and knocked him out. So skill can always, like, always can always can see, always can succeed. Yeah. We got Thank another you. call. I just on just to that. Oh, you, you, it's all good. Got another call online. Caller, what do you want to talk about? I'm calling in to support you and listen to your show, so I'm pretty sure I'll have some comments in a little bit once I know what the topic of the show is. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. What do you What do you think about women playing in the NFL? 
So just off the top, I I don't think I would support such a. I think I think football is a very violent sport, and I just I personally, as a woman, wouldn't play a sport that that was that physical. Well, some some women would they would they would want to. They're training right now in high school and getting ready. But I I feel that everybody has is skill based and everybody has if everyone has is good enough you you should be able to play. But you feel you that's your opinion. You you don't want to play in the NFL if you would oh since you But no, I um, wouldn't knock a woman for doing it. I would support them definitely. That's just not for you. It just wouldn't be for me personally, yeah. All right, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. So, topic, uh, wanna, oh, thank you, thank you. I'm going to put another call in line. Thank you for calling. Definitely. So, you can call at 515 602 9718. Another call in line. Caller, what do you want to talk about? All right, so the NFL honors, there was a lot of the lot of the the a lot of the awards were were very reasonable and but I felt offensive rookie of the year, Kyler Murray, that was no way he should have won. Like his team was was just bad, outright bad. He was first round pick, but his first overall pick, but the team was just terrible. Even though he had, he didn't have much help, I feel that his team that he shouldn't have been all rookie of the year. I was looking for Terry McLaurin up there from the Redskins because he had a great year, almost a thousand yards, and with if he if he quarterback play with Case Keenum to Dwayne Haskins. He still put up decent decent numbers and got touchdowns to help the team, gave the team a spark that was very much needed. Or even Josh Jacobs, who had a thousand yards this season with a not so good offensive line in Oakland, well Las Vegas now. But I felt that, I felt that that he shouldn't have got the award. But Nick Bosa, being as dominant as he was this year, he should have got the defensive player of the year, defensive rookie of the year, which was was well, very much well-deserved. And Stephon Gilmore got defensive player of the year, which I felt it probably should have went to Chandler Jones because most of Stephon Gilmore's interceptions were, like, thrown directly to him. They were just bad passes. It wasn't like he was playing so much tight coverage that the quarterback just had to throw the ball and he was the one who just happened to make the play. So I feel that he – I feel Chandler Jones should have probably got it because with his – not so good. Sorry, team. As the uh, with the Cardinals, he put up decent numbers. And he puts up decent numbers every single year. And with, I feel that the top five pass rushers in the NFL right now are Aaron Donald, Chandler Jones, Cam Jordan, Khalil Mack, and Nick Bosa. So another call online. Hello. 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 All right. So, what do you Hi, what do you, what, what you. you talking about? I can't hear you. Oh, I got you. Okay. 
Johnny, why can't women? All right. Um, having technical difficulties, but um, I'm getting another call on the line. Hello. All right. Hello, caller. What do you want to talk about? I'm just wondering why women can't play football. It's not women. It's not that women can't. I, it's just that there's not a lot of women that get signed for playing because there's there's a lot of girls in high school right now that are playing football and they're competing just as just as well with the boys. And if just I feel this, I don't know why there's no one in the no woman in the NFL right now. But I don't know. Do you think it's because they're not gay or because they're girls? It may be both, but if you superior talent, like you always get, you always get chosen. So I feel the girl factor is the fact of people being girls plays a large part in that. So yeah. But, no, if you think that they're not good enough around me. Great. Oh, caller, we want to talk about. Uh, is this me? Yes, you're on. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh, this is Troy Rawlings calling from Los Angeles, California. Hello. How are you? How are you? Don't be How on the you? spot now. Don't be on the spot. You were talking to good sports stuff there for a second. So. I, uh, we, we just gotta, all, all in all, this sports show, so I got to give props to the Kansas City Chiefs, even though I'm a Ravens fan, they they played an exceptional game. But I said if they had um if they continued to play like they played when um when they got past the the first round in the playoffs, that they would take it all the way. And um awesome job by the Kansas City Chiefs. So what do you think about the Ravens abrupt abrupt end to their season after being heartbroken by Derrick Henry? just shredding their defense with 192 yards. Well, that wasn't abrupt. And and this is the key thing that I've, I've told some people, uh, I talked to some friends of mine, and they were so pumped about them playing the Titans and getting past that. I said, well, they got to get past the Titans. And people were like, oh, no. I said, you got to realize the playoffs are a new season. The playoffs right are not regular season. The playoffs are a new season. And you're playing someone that you're not playing throughout the year. You're not, you're not really going against them like this throughout the year. And the Titans had just came off of a very exhilarating win. And in their minds, they were they, – and, and think about it. When you go against the best team, you know what you have to do. So – and the playoffs are a different animal. And I think the guys just – they just looked very relaxed. They were at home. It was like another home game and one game. No, playoffs are a whole other animal. And I um, – there's nothing you can do to prepare a young team for that but them losing. Right. <laughs> That's it. That getting, yeah. getting that close, getting the blood in their mouth and tasting like it was almost there and losing. That's the best way you can train a young team. We saw it, we saw it with the Ravens when they came in 96 and, and when they won in 2000 and when they won in 2012. You know, uh, 2012 was really a um, – that's the essence of seeing a team win on the back oh, yeah. of motivation. Yeah, they were just they were had a lot of trials and tribulations that season. Everybody was just so motivated and ready to go. So they would just play outstanding in the playoffs. And then 
had such a and it was, it was Ray's Google. last year. It was, it was Ray Lewis's last year. Everybody knew he was gonna, he was only coming back for this, and he said our focus is the Super Bowl. But that veteran yeah. trained them how to win. And to see a young Kansas City Chiefs team do that, um, that's powerful. Of course, they got Andy Reid. I'm very happy to see Andy Reid get his first title. I was very surprised by them taking by them getting so much praise for this Super Bowl win. I feel that the it was just that the the 49ers gave up. They didn't try to come back. They just gave up. There was no one trying to do anything crazy on defense, make a stop. They just gave up and let them come back and took the foot took their foot up the gas pedal, just like uh, Kyle Shanahan did in the Super Bowl with the Patriots and the Falcons when they came back from down 25 points and won the game in overtime. Yeah, I, I was in Atlanta. I was in Atlanta when that happened, and I and I was saying <laughs> I got I got I got ragged because they were like the Ravens not in this championship. I was like, because um, at halftime I was like, Tom Brady didn't look shook. Same thing with the Chiefs. The Chiefs never looked like they were out of the game, and. They, they they still were playing. And the Chiefs have a run. This quarterback, Mahomes, has a run of coming back on people in the third and fourth quarter. I watched it I watched it at the beginning of the playoffs. I watched how, you know, this team was up 21 to nothing. And they came back and stopped them. And not only stopped them, but scored 51 points. So, like, anytime you have a team like that, you know, so who do you, you got to put them out of there. Who do you think the future NFL is with quarterbacks? We looked at we we are seeing one now. I mean, all of the the great thing about what's going on in NFL now is that the African American quarterback um, is become is becoming a normality. Like this is going to be the wave of the future: a quarterback that can play four quarters, that can run, that can move, that can shift. Um, I love the I love the direct snap plays that the Chiefs were doing. I love I love trick plays. I love things that when you see different things. That was one of the things I didn't see a lot with the Ravens prior to. You got to realize the Ravens are just getting into a place where we have a star. Ravens never had a star quarterback. Never had a yeah. star quarterback. Flacco, Flacco, Flacco was cool. He, never, he had a great arm. Yeah, he, but he had wasn't an arm, a star but quarterback. Was there with him, and he was right. a pocket passer. And he, after he took the pocket, he's not that he's very one dimensional. Right. Pass to not being great. It was terrible this year. And with Lamar Jackson being so dynamic and being able to skip the field, you need to look out for him throwing the ball, you need to look out for him running. It's just uh, crazy. Exactly. Exactly. I think we're going to get another. Uh, okay, so who who do you think the five best quarterbacks in NFL are right now? Uh, man, um, I'd still say I'd uh I'd say Lamar, of course, Lamar, Holmes. Um, I'd still put Russell Wilson in there. Um, uh, the young I, not, I can't take anything away from um. <laughs> whatever his name is. Uh, I can't take anything away from him, but you gotta know how to you gotta know how to close. You gotta know how to close it. You gotta have that animal instinct, and that's that's definitely something the Ravens. Uh, hopefully, they will never let that happen again. So yeah. those are the, those are the 
you know, four or five. Uh, you only gave hard, me three, though. You know, you I know. <laughs> I know. Three. Um, like I said, the 49ers quarterback, I can't take a lot from him. But um, I think I think his weaknesses were shown enough that he's going to have a problem getting back to the playoffs. Um, All right. I don't know. Outside of that, I'm not sure who. I mean, those are my top three. I, other than that, everybody would be on the same kind of kind of platform. No one, no one really impressed me um, to have the killer instinct. That's what I look. That's what I look for. And sadly, um, yeah. What about you? I just have I have uh, Aaron Rodgers number one, then Patrick Mahomes, then Russell Wilson, then Tom uh, Watson. I just thought they played great. So we got another call on the line. And call, we want to talk about the dad. I was just wondering, like, you have a very high football IQ and, and, you know, an awful lot about defenses, things that you were talking about. How much do you think you would link back to your playing days um, as a defensive guy? Well, I feel that defense is most important because defense wins, wins, champions, wins championships. And I feel that it links back very much because I watched before I played, and then after I stopped playing, I still watch and analyze the game. I play, I play the games on, on my phone and on Xbox and stuff and love the game of football. So I just see how it's evolving, and I see what you can do to stop it. So thank you for the IQ, talking about my IQ. Thank you. Um, we've got another call online, but thank you, uh, thank you for calling. What's up, what's up? Hello? You got hey, how you guys. doing? Yeah, so your previous your your previous caller made a statement about the top five quarterbacks in the NFL and I gotta disagree, Jimmy Garoppolo is not a great quarterback. He came straight from Brady's system. He's a very systematic quarterback. You can see from the play last night in the Super Bowl, he doesn't have any sort of instinct to go to your number one option on key third and fourth downs and that's why they lost. The, I'm not sure how anybody doesn't have Deshaun Watson in your top five quarterbacks. He has a killer instinct. He, you know, doesn't have the complete offense around him to make anything happen outside of, you know, Hopkins. But as soon as you get weapons around him, Deshaun Watson will vault into the top three conversation as of right now. And Rodgers is a given only because of his longevity and how he operates. And then Josh Allen is definitely a sleeper candidate. He also needs a better offense around him before anything happens. Josh Allen, I feel that he's he's a, he's good right now, and he's going to get better. He just needs to control his arm because he throws the ball like short passes and medium passes. He is launching the ball down the field sometimes, and it's just that causes interceptions. He has to get smarter play. Like when they played the. The second in that first round of the playoffs, that wild card round, he took like three sacks in a row, and which really broke the game for them. And 
nothing with no chance of coming back. So I think he has to go some mentally and with accuracy wise. But I feel he has a good chance to become a great NFL quarterback. Right. But even with Josh Allen, you got to kind of think about it. He doesn't have a physically imposing receiver on his roster to throw to. He doesn't have a physically imposing tight end on his roster to throw to. So there's only so much you can do with guys that are, you know, shorter than you and, you know, are, are built like a mouse. And he's done great, as, you know, having them so far. But until he gets, you know, a better receiver or at least a bigger receiver, in my opinion, he's not going to do too much or nothing. Like it'll yeah, be great right. if they could get Sammy Watkins back from the uh, from the Chiefs. That'll be a great pickup, but I doubt that'll happen. I was very surprised by John Brown's play because I just knew him as a speed guy. I didn't know he was like a good catcher. So seeing the that Walker game, it shows that that he has some like potential to grow. And if they just get someone, draft someone good, they should be all right. But thanks for talking. Sure. So uh, got another call online. All right. Call, what do you want to talk about? about? All right. Hi. I was just wondering what you what you think about my top five. What's the your first, top five? The top, three, the top three aren't really in order. I got Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and I'll throw in there Russell Wilson. All right. And then two more, two more that could be in there. Deshaun Watson, but it's, he has one of the worst offensive lines of all time. Right about that. And then I don't really, I, I'm not all in on Kyler Murray yet. But what do you think? I mean, how do you think? I know Tom Brady's gone down, but how do you feel? How do you feel about him? Staying a quarterback, and where do you think he'll go next year? All right. So I feel Kyler Murray has a bright upside, and that with the team being so bad and with very little weapons that he had, with eighty-five thousand-year-old Larry Fitzgerald, and that's about it. He made a pretty good year, but just not—he's just not great yet. So I also feel that his size might become a factor if he keeps running and. He might get hit because he's he might get hit and they may hit him hard just because he's a small quarterback. So I think this should wrap it up for the show today. And uh, go to the our Instagram page and um, going to go over our top five. Uh, uh, oh yes, okay, so. Come up with your top five and then post them on Instagram and do hashtag NFL top NFL quarterback top five. All right. Peace.